Once upon a time, what was required was to demonstrate that something was effective, and rightly so. And the introduction of randomised control trials, in particular very large randomised control trials, and then the systematic review of randomised control trials, appeared to solve the problem of decision-making. But then, as the number of effective interventions increased and the population aged, we had to consider cost-effectiveness and a range of different techniques developed for that. Cost-benefit analysis, in which the benefit was assessed in financial terms. Cost-utility analysis, in which the benefit was assessed in terms of DALI's disability-adjusted life years. And cost-effectiveness analysis, in which two different means of achieving the same objective were compared. However, cost-effectiveness, simply to show that something is cost-effective, is absolutely essential. But as this paper shows, value for the population is not optimised unless that particular intervention is thrown into the pot and compared with other possible ways of spending the same amount of money. Now, whether you do this for a particular group of people, such as people with rheumatoid arthritis, or a broader group, such as people with musculoskeletal disease, or just for the population as a whole, asking whether you should move money from the respiratory budget or the cancer budget to the musculoskeletal budget to fund some new intervention for people with rheumatoid arthritis is really a political judgment. But what is clear is that everything has to be considered in context. That's the story of value-based health care. Everything's a trade-off. It's not so much about opportunity cost, it's about opportunity value. And this paper, by a distinguished pair of economists, demonstrates clearly why it is essential.